Exercise and diet changes how you think. It changes how you view the world. Do you wanna walk around feeling worse and having a more negative filter on the world? Do you want to have less inspirational ideas? Do you want to be able to innovate less? Do you want to have less patience, less empathy, less understanding? That's harder today, not later. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Dieting from the Inside Out. I am so pumped about this episode that uh, is dropping right now because I just had the pleasure of interviewing someone I look up to a lot and someone so many of you look up to a lot. Um, I just got done interviewing Sal Stefano. It is Sal from Mind Pump. So uh, Mind Pump is one of the one of the most popular podcast shows in the fitness, weight loss, <clears throat> excuse me, and transformation space. But Sal himself, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I just finished this big, long interview with him. Um, Sal is, it's funny, he's labeled as the wisest man in the fitness industry. Um, Sal is a wealth of knowledge. Um, and the way that he puts it is the only right way and the only ethical way to go about teaching this information is from the deeper side, going deep with how to make long lasting change. And I couldn't say it any better myself. So I'm so pumped to get on and talk with you or share with you the interview I did with him. We got uh, a, you got a lot out of this episode. We, you're gonna you're gonna learn so much about how to do the deep work and cause long term sustainable change. How to really enjoy the process because if you are incapable on enjoying the process, you will never get to where you want to be. It's just not going to happen because you just blatantly won't make it. So. But the question is, how do we do that? How do we, how does someone who hates the process learn to enjoy the process and become the kind of human who loves taking care of themselves the right way, where you can live your happy, balanced life, where you're not deprived, where you still love the way you look, you're getting healthy and you love the way you feel. So we got really, really deep in this one and talked about all sorts of stuff along these lines. So if you're struggling with how to enjoy the process, if you're struggling with keeping habits that are sustainable in losing weight the right way and having um, an amazing foundation of, of an inner game and being able to to love yourself and work on yourself at the same time. If these are, these are things you struggle with, um, you'll want to stick around for the whole episode. So now before we get into all of that, massive thank you to the sponsors of the show. Sponsor number one is First Form. I uh, switched it up on you today. So First Form, I'm wearing one of their shirts as always. Um, in the world of supplements, guys, you know supplements aren't everything, but when it's it's the appropriate time to take them, it, they they can make a huge difference. So supplements are not the end-all, be-all. Um, supplements are one of those things that they're only meant to fill gaps you are not getting with food. So with that being said, if you're not getting things like enough protein, like omegas, like um, the the micronutrients that, that you aren't, if you're not getting those from real food, this is where supplements can come in and be very, very helpful. So, but they are not the end all be all. They are not your saving, saving grace. If you're not making progress, they're there to fill the gaps that food is not filling. So with that being said, if you are um, in the, in interested in taking them, filling some of those gaps or not sure if what you're taking is the best, definitely go hit the link below, check out first forms website, um, check out what they got going on there. If you're looking to upgrade your supplements, or if you're looking to just take higher quality things that, you know, are safe, know are effective, know are accurately dosed, uh, actually tested in third party ways that isn't required, but that's what first form does. Definitely go check that out. Um, and if you don't know where to get started with supplements, I'll leave my YouTube video down there below about kind of what, what I take, what most of our clients take in where to get started with that. Then we have sponsor number two, which is Flex Pro Meals. Now, 
FlexPro is always coming in clutch for me because my schedule is so crazy, so unpredictable, and so all over the place. And I do this really weird thing and I forget to eat a lot. It's it's annoying. But basically, um, I know how it is to have life all over the place. Like I'm sure a lot of you listening have are always on the run or always in in, in the car, going through drive-throughs, taking kids to soccer practice, dance lessons or dance practice and all the different things. And it and sometimes it's just more convenient to hit a drive-through or stop in a gas station, so on and so forth. But the problem is doing that very often and very consistently will number one, um, rack up a insane bill. Like you're going to spend the most amount of money that way. Number two, and number two, you're going to have a harder time getting to your goals. If you're in a drive through three, four times a week, it's going to be really hard to keep your calories restrained. It's going to be hard to keep them in check without, um, and be satiated and be satisfied and things like that. So flex pro is one of those things that makes it so easy to just have these foods and these meals in your fridge on deck for when you need them, because they taste amazing. They're made by a chef. They're shipped right to your front door and they are dialed in when it comes to your macros, like your protein um, and your calories. And then they are adding new meals like every month to their website. Um, And on top of it, it's going to be cheaper and save you more money than going through fast food. So it's quite literally a win, win, win all the way around. So definitely go check that them out flexpromeals.com or hit the, uh, the link in my description. Uh, but if you also use my code Hamilton trained, it'll save you an additional 20% at checkout. So it's really a no brainer. Now, I will shut up now and I will get onto the interview with Sal. I know you're going to get a lot of value out of this. I'll talk soon. That's cool, man. Uh, but like I said, I really appreciate you doing this and stuff. So this is super cool. Yeah, of course. How, how, uh, so for you, how's it, how does it feel to be labeled the, uh, the, the wisest man in the, the fitness industry? Uh, that's, I think that's hilarious. That's not a hard, that's not a high bar. So I guess it's, a- <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, dude. That's yeah. funny. Um, that's super cool. Well, and the, the reason I wanted to get you you on and talk is because, uh, and we're we're already recording, by the way. Um, uh, the reason I wanted to get you on is just because of how deep you you go with things. Um, like my show is called Dieting from the Inside Out, and where we just go a lot deeper with like habitual stuff and the headspace and how to create really permanent results. Um, just because I hate how surface level so much of the the information and advice and tactics are. Um, so for so for you, that's that's my big thing is why I really like wanted to get you on is just how deep you guys go with go with things and how to actually change and whatnot. So yeah, I think that's the only way. Anyway, um, if you're looking for, which I think you know, people who who get into exercise and and trying to change their diets and improve themselves through health and fitness, uh, they're all interested in permanent results. I don't think anybody thinks to themselves, "I want to do something on a temporary basis," and the only way to make it permanent. Um, is to kind of go deep. It's really not a surfacey, you know, uh, endeavor. It seems that way on the outside. I think people um, have a fundamental misunderstanding of, you know, what it really looks like to do this forever. But um, it's not. It's actually quite deep. It's a personal growth um, vehicle. It's a it's a path that requires lots of change and in in you know, fundamental aspects of your life, how you view things, how you think about things, how you think about yourself. Um, and it's a never ending, um, journey. That's another big fundamental misunderstanding is I think people look at it as a, a destination. So like lose 20 pounds or, you know, look good for this trip or, you know, or whatever, but it, it doesn't work that way. It's like an ongoing forever thing. And so I want, I, you know, I like to communicate it very honestly, because um, 
I, I know firsthand that that increases the odds significantly of long-term forever success. Um, but it is easy to, and I guess it's alluring, um, to sell it as not this deep, you know, forever journey if I'm selling a product or a supplement or whatever, because, uh, I mean, that's a hard way to sell something, right? Sure. So it's, 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 it's easier to, to tell somebody, to tell somebody, um, you know, just take these steps and then you're there and it's, that's it. Uh, but the conversation needs to change because what we've been doing has been failing miserably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Where, where do you think most people like from a deeper level, like their fundamental, um, bottleneck is because like, I mean, at the end of the day, we know like, yeah, eat less calories than what you take in strength train, like the very surface level stuff, but from a deeper aspect of, of creating change that, that doesn't go away that where we can sustainably have the result that we want. Where do you think mo from your perspective, people's bottleneck is or where they go wrong from a, a deeper, more fundamental level? Boy, that's a, um, that's I know a complicated, it's, a, it's a loaded one. <laughs> yeah, that's a complicated question. Um, uh, there's a few things we could we could talk about that I think are the the big issues. One is most people will think of a result that they're looking for. Um, you know, call it a goal, right? So I want to um, lose X amount of pounds, or I want to sculpt my body, or I want to look this particular way, and then they they think to themselves, well, I can. I can withstand or tolerate all the hard changes, all the crappy, you know, the workouts and the, you know, saying no to certain types of foods and getting up, you know, at a particular time and going to bed at a particular time. Like I can withstand all of that so I can get this particular result that I'm looking for. So that's kind of how they view it without realizing that fully, I don't think people fully realize that whatever they do to get to that result, if they do indeed accomplish it, which most people don't, but let's say they do, is what they'll have to do for the rest of their lives. Mm. Okay. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, for three months I could, I could eat, I could follow this super restrictive diet. And yeah, for three months I could work out four days a week and then I'll get that result that I'm looking for. I can do that for three months. Well, you ask them, can you do that forever? Right. <laughs> Is this something you can do for the rest of your life? And then the conversation changes a little bit. So there needs to be an acceptance and an understanding that my physical body, uh, my mental well-being, my health, my wellness, a large part, a very large part, in fact, this is the only part you should pay attention to because it's the only one you really have influence over. A large part of it is uh, my lifestyle. It's just, it's a, it's a reflection of how I live. Now I said, that's the only thing you should focus on because of course there's things like genetics and sure. circumstances that are uncontrollable, but it doesn't matter because why should we focus on things we can't control? If we can't control them, it makes no sense anyway. Right. So, right. so I, how I look, how I feel, all, you know, my health, my wellness is a reflection, largely a reflection of my lifestyle. So I have to change my lifestyle in order to have that reflection change or that result change. And the word life is in lifestyle. So this has to be done forever. Also, uh, understand and accept that 
the process, which if you fi- if you make it to the point where you can accept like, okay, this will be forever, it's going to be a forever thing, then you also have to accept that the process will change anyway, always. Uh, it has to. It's necessary. Why? Oh, you get older. Mm-hmm. Um, life circumstances change. Sometimes you uh, have more stress at work. Sometimes your family needs more from you. Um, sometimes you're sick. Something may happen. Um, so, so it's literally um, this journey, this path, and you can understand the important components of this journey but it's impossible to know exactly specifically what that journey is going to look like. So you have to accept the fact that it's going to change and have mold. Um, and it's a, it's a, you know, exercise and nutrition and lifestyle and, you know, like things like sleep and stress and, you know, even spiritual practice, which you throw in there, which is backed by, um, you know, endless studies that those, those things are all tools and they all contribute to your quality of life, your health, and your wellness. And you have to be very open and accept that they'll change sometimes. And they're going to have to. Yeah. And this is forever. So once you make that understanding, okay, and I, you have to really accept it. It's not like, like yeah, 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 I get that, but I'm just worried about the next three months. And then I'll <laughs> figure that out. This is what happens a lot of times, right? I'll figure it out. Once I get there, I'll just figure it out, okay? Um, that's like saying... Um, you know, once I find somebody and we get married, I'll figure out, you know, the rest of it afterwards. It's like, oh, you're you're setting yourself for failure if you don't accept the fact that this is going to be a changing, challenging, you know, process and journey or raising kids. Like, yeah, I'll think about all the stuff when I have it and then I'll think about it. Although I'll argue that having a child is, uh, uh, far stronger motivator if you love your kids, right? But sure. Uh, but nonetheless, um, once you've made that understanding and accept that, then you have to make a choice. And the choice is, and this is a choice. Okay, it's not an easy choice, but it is a choice. I have to either choose to enjoy the process or not. Okay. And if I choose to not enjoy the process, I will necessarily, if I do somehow, which you won't if you hate it, but if you somehow stick to it, I will necessarily hate the entire process and hate my life. Yeah. So really the only answer is accept this is a forever thing, accept that it's going to change, like because life changes. Because it's a forever thing, there is no... Like, oh, it's going to happen next week or it's going to, it's like, I got the next 50 years, 60 years. And also I have to figure out how to enjoy this. I have to choose to, um, find value and meaning in this and to enjoy it. Now, I think it's important we define what I mean by enjoy. Um, you know, years ago when I first met my wife, um, she was really into hiking she told me, she, oh, I'm really into hiking. I love hiking. And I'm like, me too. I love hiking too. Let's, you know, take me on some hikes. Now, my idea of hiking was very different from her idea of hiking. <laughs> it's like, when I, when I say I like hiking, I like going on trails, you know, that and yep. kind of paved, you know, 
you know, type of hiking trails or whatever. She likes to hike, which I f- found out, you know, as she took me on some. And it's like treacherous. It's like, oh, crap. This is like. This oh, like is, bouldering and like scaling shit. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, wading through, you know, like these are like, I don't know how they classify them, but, you know, yeah. if it's like a one to four. Like these are like level four hikes and oh, there's shit. warning signs. And I mean, you know. We did the the uh, Kalalau Trail in in Kauai, where the the locals wow. are like, "Don't don't do that," you know. So, <laughs> so while we're doing these uh, trails, um, and you know, I had just met her, fell in love with her. So you know, when you're when you fall in love with someone, you're a guy. You tend to do stuff you normally wouldn't do. So I'm on these trails with her, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this sucks. Like this is hard. It's scary. I don't like walking on the side of a mountain and I could fall off in the end. I'm, I don't, you know, and I don't like looking like I'm scared in front of this girl that I just, you know, I just fell for because, you know, I don't want to look like I'm like, obviously I'm a, I'm a guy. So I have an ego, right. With that, in that sense. And she told me, and so as we're doing this, she goes, you know, Hey, what, you know, this is hard. Like, what do you think? And I said, I mean, I'll be honest with you. This is not what I thought you meant when you said hiking. And she <laughs> said, well, this is type two enjoyment. I said, what's that? And she goes, well, type one enjoyment is it's fun in the moment. Like, yay, this we're having a great time. Type two is after. Like you mm. did it, you look back and go, man, that was, I did that. That was really awesome. So, you know, why am I telling this story? Because what I mean by enjoy the journey, I think sometimes people get confused and they think that means that they're going to um, like love every second of it. Oh my God, this is so fun. Waking up at 6 a.m. to work out or wow. You know, eating, you know, uh, saying no to the pizza and yes to the, you know, fish and vegetables. Like, this is so fun. No, no, that's not what I mean by that. I mean, sometimes you will, by the way. Sometimes you will enjoy the in the moment. But but you have to actually actively pursue enjoying the journey because that's the only way you'll be able to do this forever. Now, there's, there's, there's pieces to that that are really important, um, one of which is you have to, people have to fundamentally change how they view exercise and how they view, for lack of a better term, diet. And I mean diet in the sense of like, I'm trying to eat in a way that's healthier or in a way to lose weight or improve my performance or whatever. So I'm on, I'm eating this particular way. They have to fundamentally change how they view those things because if you view exercise um, as a punishment, then that's what it's going to feel like. So why would you view exercise as a punishment? Well, because you're doing it because you hate yourself, because you hate your body, because you hate your belly, because you hate your flabby arms, because you hate you're too skinny or too weak or too slow or too whatever. Um, if diet is restrictive, if it's, if it's, if you view diet as this necessary evil, where I have to like restrict myself from all this other stuff I want to do, okay, then that's what it's always going to feel like. It's always going to feel like it sucks. Now, you could do this a different way, right? I could work out and rather than saying, "Ah, I got to work out because my belly's fat and I don't look good, you could say, wow, um, my body definitely reflects the fact that I haven't taken care of it. Like I really haven't, like actively. So uh, I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to go to the gym and take care of myself. 
Um, that's very different. It's very different to go to the gym and think I'm doing this for me to care for me versus I'm doing this because I hate the way I look, for example. Same thing with diet. I, if you look at your food and you say, ugh, this is gross, but you know, I don't deserve to eat the, you know, the tasty stuff. I really want it, but I'm too fat. So this is what I'm going to eat. It's going to suck. If you look at your food and go, this is, I, I want to take care of myself. Like I, I, des- I deserve to be healthy and I deserve to be taken care of just like anybody else. It's a totally different mindset and understanding and it leads to the type of enjoyment that I explained earlier. Now you create balance. Mm-hmm. People talk about balance all the time in our space. You got to have balance with your diet. You got to have balance with your exercise. Well, you can't create balance if you're exercising and dieting because you're hating your body. You can create it if you're doing it because you're actively caring for your body. Because let's say I wake up and I'm, 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 I didn't have a good night of sleep. Like I really slept terribly. Well, caring for myself would be skipping the gym that day, right? But if I hated my body and I'm in that space of my belly's fat and I had a shitty night of sleep, um, I'm probably going to force myself to go to the gym and beat myself up a little bit. Or at some point we get sick of hating ourselves. This is what ends up happening ultimately. And then we stop everything and we say to our friends and ourselves, I just want to enjoy my life. I'm done. I don't want to do this crap anymore. I just want to enjoy my life, right? Same thing with diet. If you're doing it because you're caring for yourself, you know, let's say uh, I go out with my friends and I haven't seen them in a, in a few weeks and we're having, we're telling stories and, you know, talking about our kids and we're having a great time. They're like, hey, let's go get a burger at that place we used to go to. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do that because- you know, I'm caring for myself right now by connecting with my buddies, and that's a, something we enjoyed. Um, versus hating yourself and saying something like, "No, I can't eat that," and then eventually rebelling when you get over it and say, "I want to enjoy myself," and then you eat four burgers, right? So, <laughs> so those are the um, that's the root of what you're talking about. Yeah. Now everybody gets caught up in the how. What's the best way to exercise? What's the best diet? Uh, you know, what's the best way to optimize my sleep or how do I maximize my fat burning potential and stuff? And that's also important. But if you don't understand and work on what I just talked about, it doesn't matter. I don't care how great your approach is. It's not going to matter um, at all. And and I'll, and I'll say this too. If you do this, if you um, come at it from the root of which I just talked about, caring for yourself accepting this is a forever thing, um, consciously learning, because this is a learning process, learning how to enjoy this process, enjoy this journey. If you do that, you will, you will find the most effective way for you to exercise. You will find the most effective diet. Some people take longer than others, there's great resources out there that'll help you along this process. My podcast is, is one of those. But you will, you will. If you do it for the right reasons, that means you're looking in the right places and you will figure it out. And it's it, it, the other way, it doesn't matter. It's not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. That was so well said. Thank you. That was that was so good. It, it What's crazy is so much of what you just said boils so much down to like the the intention right? Like the difference between um, like beating yourself to shit because you hate everything about yourself versus like, you know what? I deserve better. Um, 
this is the standard I want for my life and I'm doing this because I care about myself. Just that frame reframe and that intention switch changes, changes absolutely everything. It does. But, um, I don't want to make light of it. Like it's the simple, right. It's a conscious daily, um, effort every day because you're going to want to hate yourself. Yeah. Why do we want to hate ourselves? Because you know yourself better than you know anybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you know, you know your 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 weaknesses, your thoughts, your vices. You know your intentions. So it's real easy to judge yourself as this bad person or this lazy person or you know blame you know whatever. If I if I just looked better, if I could just do this thing, and why do I do this to my whatever? So it has to be a conscious effort on a daily basis. Now it does get easier over time because it starts to become your default. But initially you have to make a conscious effort because your operating system is what it is right now. And your operating system is this kind of self-running program. And in order to change it, you have to consciously change it, consciously stop the process consciously create new neural pathways so they can show this now in studies what happens to the brain for example like physical structures actually change in the brain and the more you practice a thought process or a practice or whatever the more you do that the more your brain wires itself to make that more of an automatic thing and then eventually it becomes more of this operating system Um, but it is a conscious thing and it's more important than the diet and the exercise. It's more important than counting your calories or making sure you're doing the perfect amount of reps or sets or the right, most effective form of cardio. This is why studies show that people who want to lose weight, who just go to therapy, have a higher success rate than people who go to nutritionists and sign up for workout classes. They don't, the therapist knows nothing about diet and exercise, doesn't even coach them on that. But the what they're doing is they're they're working on kind of the root causes, and that allows them to make uh, choices that stick at a higher rate than people who are hiring people who tell them exactly what to eat and you know what exercises uh, to do. So um, it's it's not just important; it's the most important thing. And that you know, you talked about going deep. Like, there's no way to to do this. Or to talk about this with integrity without going deep. Yeah, it's it's I love not that. it's not um, you know lose body fat, build muscle, we're done. It's not you know just look better, be, be more fit, we're done. That's not it's not even close uh, to the whole conversation. So um, and and look, if somebody's listening and they're like, yeah, right, that sounds so it's too esoteric. That's like. Well, look, here's your evidence, okay? Look at the success rate, or should I say fail rate, of people who try to lose weight. You know, every year, every year, tens of millions, if not hundred, probably a hundred million people in America lose weight. Every single year. Every single year, 90% of them, within a year, gain it all back. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, if I extend that out to five and 10 years, I bet you that number is north of 95%. So the odds of you failing within a year 
is 90%. What does that tell you? Well, what that tells you is it's it's a lot more than people think it is. Yeah. It's not this it is deep. Uh and that's exactly why it's challenging and if you, you got to kind of understand that when you go into this and and I'll and you know another piece of that is every time somebody loses weight and gains it back forget the physiological effects of that because people will argue oh it gets harder to lose the weight because your body adapts and your metabolism does this and your hormones change and then you get older so of course it's harder to lose forget all that there's some truth to that but forget that for a second every time you try and fail you're closer to never trying again mm, so good okay so so the the again the whole like I'll think about it when I get there you 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 only have a few failures in you. I'm just going to tell you. That's most people. Okay? So at some point, you're just going to say, screw it. I give up. I'm not going to try this anymore uh, because I've tried every other way and I've tried white knuckling it and um, it just doesn't work for me. And this is why you're hearing this, uh, why this, this message that obesity is a disease, uh, that we don't have control over it. Uh, that's why that message gains traction. Because to somebody who's tried and lost and, you know, gained and lost and gained or, you know, three, four, five times, it sounds very true. It's like, oh, that makes sense because I've tried. Man, I really tried and it just didn't work. You just were doing it. You were going about it the wrong way. And I apologize to those people because no one or very few people in the health and fitness space um, communicate this the right way. Um, I don't, by the way, I don't think it's necessarily because of nefarious reasons, although that is also a part of it. There's definitely people just want to sell you stuff. I think a big part of it is fitness fanatics are, they don't realize that they're communicating to non-fitness fanatics. So, you know, I'm a fitness fanatic. Okay. I've been doing this since I was 14, uh, for myself, right. I've been doing this professionally since I was 18. You can, you know, the message that, you know, get up and do it anyway, or, uh, you know, pain is weakness leaving the body or beast mode or, you know, food is just fuel. Yeah. Don't worry about what it tastes like. That resonates with me because I can do that. Like, sure. I kind of like that. Right. But that is not at all uh, an effective message to a non-fitness fanatic. Mm. It'd be like, you know, you're into like some hobby that you're just ultra super passionate about and you're trying to convince somebody who could care less about your hobby to <laughs> yep. become as as <laughs> as you know um passionate about you about your hobby it ain't gonna happen yeah you got to communicate it a little differently so um our space sucks at this they're 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 really good at convincing people of the latest diet and the newest workout they're really good at capturing you in your temporary state of motivation, but they're terrible at, at figuring out how to talk to people um, in ways that help them figure this out for forever. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. It, it, it reminds me a lot of, um, I don't know if this was recorded on your show or if it was a clip of you um, on a different show, but I think it was one of the clips that went viral all over, all over the internet. It was the clip of when you said the man who loves to walk will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Like, right. I swear there's like a month straight. Like I just, every time I hopped on <laughs> Instagram or TikTok, yeah. it was like all over the place. But I think that really 
ties in well to this. And I was actually, I was wanting to bring that up because, um, all of the magic is in the process. Cause that's where you're going to spend all of the time and the habits that are going to keep this, this success going forever. But yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, you're right. And that's, you know, that I, I, yeah, that did go viral. That's not, I didn't invent that, um, understanding that's old wisdom. Um, you know, humans have understood that that is the key, uh, for geez, for as long as, uh, recorded, you know, religion and, and practices, this is, it's just, it's just echoed across the world. So, and I think it went viral because it resonates, um, with people. So the key then is how do I become the man who loves walking? Mm-hmm. That's the key. How? So you got to ask yourself that if somebody's watching this, how do I become the person who enjoys the process that leads to, uh, in better health, better fitness, uh, better wellness? How do I do that? That's what you need to ask yourself. And that may mean, um, well, it's definitely going to mean doing it for the right reasons. Like I talked about earlier, it may also mean finding the forms of activity that seem to bring you the most joy, not necessarily the, the activity that's the most effective, right? Um, that may mean understanding that for yourself, your quality of life, that getting a six pack, why? That's not, that's not something for me. It's not something I really want, or I should say it's not a lifestyle that I want. So I'm not even going to think about that because what it takes to do that, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like this. I'll use another analogy. It's like people look at like a, like a billionaire entrepreneur. Okay. Like, Oh wow. Look at that, that billionaire. And you know, I, I, I'd want to make a billion dollars. No, you don't. You don't want to do what that person has done right. to do that. Most people don't. The vast majority of it, they want the billion dollars, right? So yeah. it's like, you know, you look at the perfect body. Oh, I want that perfect body. No, you don't. You don't want to live that lifestyle, which is, oh, but, but I'm not like disparaging it. This is just, um, not only is it okay, but uh, it's not okay to not understand that because you're only going to harm yourself. You're only going to prevent yourself from improving the quality of your life. That's just the bottom line. So, uh, you know, again, these are the conversations that need to be had and the understandings. And because it's a, it's a forever thing, because it's a, I'm taking care of myself thing, the, the, the journey and the process starts off appropriately and it continues appropriately. What does that mean? Well, I mean, if you're not doing anything now, exercise wise, uh, then something is appropriate. I don't care if it's one day a week, a 15 minute walk. It, remember the, the time span is forever. Not 30 days from now. Stop doing that. It's forever. <laughs> right? So, okay. How can I do this forever? I want to learn how to enjoy the journey. Uh, let me start with something that is for me realistic. I think, you know, once a week of a 15 minute walk, Seems to be pretty realistic. Let me just do that. And then the next time I feel like I can add something, I will. And if you do that, you the trajectory 
you know the the you know if you follow two two lines that seem to be parallel but one is just one degree off if you follow those lines the further you look at those lines the further away i mean from here it looks like they're parallel but you know a point one degree off right eventually the distance if you go off infinite the distance becomes infinite between the two lines so so that's how you end up making progress that's how you end up keeping the progress um, but again, this is the conversation that um, that needs to be had. Yeah, I agree. That's such a that's such a good point. So I'm I'm curious from your perspective. For most people, should they how to put it? Should they let go of all outcomes? Because like I feel like I see so many people in this dichotomy of like, okay, I get what you're saying. Let go of outcomes. Stop being in a hurry um, and approach it this way. But then getting caught up in, oh, I'm not losing weight fast enough or, oh, I'm not getting here. Like, I think that's where half the problems come in is they, they get a little bit, we get too impatient, but where's that balance for you? Yeah. So what helps a lot with that is being aware of all of the outcomes that are happening from these changes that you're making. That's so good. So, you know, weight loss is one metric. Um, and it's not a perfect metric. It is a metric, but it's not a perfect one. Not even close. It's one piece of this huge uh, picture. It's like a, it's like a thousand piece puzzle. So weight loss is is one piece, but so is uh, I'm sleeping better, right? Or, you know, here's a big one. What, I wasn't walking consistently. You know, uh, six months ago, I've been doing it consistently for six months, and I kind of enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a result to yeah. pay attention to. Uh, my libido is better. My energy is better. I have less stiffness. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I just feel better overall. Like pay attention to everything, not just weight. Not the, the, eventually your body will reflect all the positive changes, but don't be so narrow as to only pay attention to one metric because that one metric by itself look you, I'll tell you what you could get a really bad flu and lose weight yeah. so if we're using weight as a metric was that good you know you could amputate your leg and you lose weight is that good <laughs> so so my point with that is 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 pay attention to all to to the entire thing and how you feel and your consistency and your attitudes toward yourself and towards this new process and this journey, and then you'll find that the outcomes are there. This whole process, something is happening each time. And then this, the, the ultimate, you know, side effect is the weight loss and the body looking different and all that stuff. And that's very pleasant. It's a very pleasant surprise almost. It's like, wow, you know, I was feeling better. I was enjoying exercise. And then and now I'm losing weight. Like this is when people, when I did this right, this is when clients would come to me and say, I don't know, I, I, you know, and, and it's almost like they were baffled by it. Like, this is so strange. Like my body's just losing weight now. I just, it, it, it doesn't feel, <laughs> yeah. it feels uh, like I'm not doing much or it feels like way easier. Yeah. And it's, it's like, well, you're doing a lot of stuff. It feels easier because of the way we're approaching it. Yeah. Um, and how you view it. So, and that's where you want to be. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, in fact, there's often, depends on the client, but there were often times when I would tell a client, if they, especially if they were body obsessed, I would have them not weigh themselves at all. I would say, ignore that one metrics and let's focus on 
everything else because that's going to just spin you. It's going to mess up your your mindset. So we're not going to weigh you for the next 60 days. And then we do this like 60-day weigh-in, and then they'd always be shocked that they lost weight or, you know, that they didn't gain weight. Like that was another one like, you know, they're like, my clothes are looser. I'm feeling good. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, don't weigh yourself. Don't weigh yourself. And then <laughs> two months later, we'd weigh them, and they'd be like, I only lost two pounds on the scale. I said, well, you built a lot of muscle. You lost some body fat. Now, imagine had you been weighing yourself this whole time, you would have been focused on that and freaking out instead of the fact that you're, you've lost size because you've obviously body fat is more voluminous per pound than muscle. You've realized how amazing you feel. You love this process. Let's keep going. Let's try this another 60 days. Let's weigh you 60 days for now. And they're like, okay. Totally. That's, that's amazing. It's, it's funny. I think it's interesting. I see so many people, it's like they treat themselves and act like they're only body fat and muscles and nothing else. They're only body fat and muscles. The, the, the fact that they have a mindset, they have uh, energy, they have happiness, they have an intellect, they're a spiritual being in a physical body. Like people forget that and that it's just like, no, I'm just body fat and muscle. So that's all that matters. That's because we have attached, um, We've attached exercise and diet to only how we look and maybe certain health markers like extreme ones like, uh, you know, heart disease and cancer and stuff like that. But we haven't really, we don't, I mean, I guess if you ask somebody, they'll be like, yeah, I guess so. But nobody really thinks of it this way. Like it affects your entire quality of life. I mean, there's no more effective antidepressant, for example, than improving your health exercising and, and eating right, right? Um, it's uh, It provides uh, meaning. It does. It does provide some meaning to your life. It's not the ultimate meaning, but it does provide some meaning. It's, uh, it promotes personal growth because it's, a, it's a, a weekly thing you do for the rest of your life as your body's changing, as you're aging, as your life changes. There's lots of acceptance that comes along with that. Uh, there's lots of learning how to fail and overcome. There's lots of accepting how bad you are at some exercises and then practicing and getting better. Um, you know, it's a lot like, look, if, if, if we had a, um, a magic pill or let's say they invent a, a medication that you could take that gives you all the physical, uh, results. So you lose weight, build muscle, you look great you're not going to reap nearly the benefits that you would get from exercising or, or the process, I should say, of learning how to exercise properly, do it forever, and how to treat yourself well with diet and do that forever. You're not going to get nearly the benefits. Even if all the physiological benefits are the same, you're not going to get the same benefits. It's really, the example I give on the show is you could climb Mount Everest or you could get dropped off at the top with a helicopter. <laughs> yes, that's so right? good. It's the same view. You're at the top. Everything, it's, oh my God, I'm at the top of Mount Everest. One of them changed you fundamentally. The other one, yeah, maybe not so much. That's huge. I, I'm, I'm going to steal that. That is such a good analogy. Um, and I think, I think that's the biggest theme that this show episode has come out to be is where everything is, is in the process. But I feel like it's, it's always the most resistant thing everyone's about. They want to be in it the least amount of time. Or uh, the analogy I use a lot is you have to live in the house that you build. If you're, you're building this thing under stress, chaos, um, no, no sustainability, restriction, deprivation. Well, well now you got to live there, but like, what kind of house do you want to live in? And I think that's, that's the biggest thing. 
Yeah, it's also um, this th – we also kind of misunderstand or I guess don't fully get that it's going to be hard and it's going to suck anyway. So there's this false belief that if I exercise consistently, if I eat in a way to promote good health, that that's going to be harder and suck more than not doing those things. False. False. If you compare the two, exercising consistently and eating in a way to be healthy is far easier than what happens when you don't. Sure. Okay? It's far easier. It's easier to live. It's easier to move. It's easier to have good relationships. It's easier to think. Um, and that's not even mentioning the chronic diseases and illnesses and issues that you develop if you don't do those things. So you look at somebody who's 100 pounds overweight, imagine if they weren't, but in order to not be, they had to exercise four days a week and eat really healthy. Which one of those is harder? Really, which one's harder? Okay, so there, again, there's this fundamental misunderstanding that we can avoid hard and challenging. No, you can't. It's coming. It's hard <laughs> anyway. No escaping it. Yep. So this on that level is also the better decision anyway. It's, it's, a, it's a lot easier to exercise a few days a week and eat healthy than it is to be sick, uh, un, unhealthy, or unwell. Yeah. I mean, pay now or pay later, right? Like, But the one is on your time clock, on your dime, and on your control versus the, the alternative. It's more than that. It's, it's, it's always pay now. That, again, that's another misunderstanding. Like, well, you know, yeah, eventually I'll get heart disease. Eventually I'll – no, 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 no. Right now, right now it's harder. Y you don't realize it because you're um, not consciously choosing the harder route or you think you're not. But exercise and diet changes how you think. It changes how you view the world. Right now, this is not – I'm not making – look, this is not – my, you know, I'm not giving anybody a breakthrough here. It's not like this is something I discovered. This is proven, proven, proven. Sure. Okay. Do you want to walk around feeling worse and having a more negative filter uh, on the world? Do you want to have less inspirational ideas? Do you want to have less? Do you want to be able to innovate less? Do you want to have less patience, less empathy, less understanding? Do you? Like that's harder today, not later. It's not pay now, get the results later. That's also false. It's right now. Right now, if you're watching this, somebody's watching this, unless they had bad sleep and they really needed to sleep or whatever, had they done some form of activity this morning, their, bay, their day would be a little better than had they not. So... um I get, we're we're presenting ourselves with a false. The comparison is so false; it's not even funny. It's like, hey, here's two paths. This one is going to be a struggle, and it's going to be hard and treacherous. Uh, but eventually, you know, you're going to get to this wonderful place. And this one over here, you're going to skate. It's going to be easy. It's going to be wonderful. But eventually, you got to be careful because it's going to be a bad result. No, no, no. Both are hard. 
This one is way harder, way worse now. So pick now. That's such a good point. That is so good. That is so good. Sal, this has been this has been such a joy. I really, really appreciate you doing this. I know we're coming up on time. Um, this has been so good. So I really, really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. <clears throat> um, so what are you guys working on right now? So like what 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 are you guys working on that you're excited about that you're looking forward to going on like right now? Uh, well, you know, obviously, we're, we're always trying to improve the the effectiveness of the show. Um, so, you know, obviously trying to reach a larger audience, but also how can we communicate um, the same ideas in different ways so that we can continue to resonate with more and more people? The goal was, and it always has been, to shift uh, the direction of the fitness industry to help with uh, other coaches and trainers so that they can, because they're the ones that are really making a big difference when they train and work with people, you know, help kind of teach them how to do this in a way to where they're more effective to, to, uh, you know, make this, to continue to improve the show so that the fitness industry can really utilize its full potential, which the potential really is to solve a lot of our chronic health issues, uh, both mentally and physically. So we're always working on that. We have a new program that we'll be releasing this month, this is the anniversary, 10 year anniversary of the wow. first maps program. That's awesome. So that's going to be exciting. Um, we are focused, uh, a lot on our YouTube channel because we're, we're trying to become a very visual show as well. We know we could reach a larger audience that way. So that's pretty much it for now. I love that, man. That's incredible. And I, I you have, you guys have done such a, an amazing job with all of those things. It's incredible. Thank um, you. Where can people find you? Like where, like where, if no one for, if for some <laughs> weird reason, no one knows you. So, uh, where can people find you? Where's the best place to go? So mind pump is the podcast. You can find us on YouTube or any podcast platform. Um, and then you can, if you want to find me, uh, uh personally, I'm on Twitter at, uh, at mind pump Sal. I love it. Awesome brother, man. Well, I really, really appreciate you doing this. Thank you once again. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. And we are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Dieting from the Inside Out. I know if you stuck around and watched the whole thing, you got so many nuggets, so many amounts of gold from Sal. Like I said, they they call him the wisest man in the fitness industry, and I think you can see why um, on all different levels. Sal is a wealth of knowledge, and I'm so so for, fortunate and thankful that um, that he did the interview with me. So that this was pretty pretty awesome. So definitely go check them out. Follow up on on what he's doing. Send him a message. Tell him you heard heard about him on the show. Go subscribe to Mind Pump. Also subscribe to Dieting from the Inside Out here if you haven't already, because we're putting out episodes every week. We're putting our episodes also on YouTube. That way you can watch the interviews and not just listen to them. Especially if you like interviews like this, where you would like to see us actually go back and forth. So um, it's pretty great. It's it's we're doing a lot with the show right now, and I'm really happy with it. I'm really proud of it. Um, go also check out Dieting from the Inside Out because we have everything about all the episodes categorized and all like right there where everything is at because now we have not just the YouTube plus now we have also as we always have have had the the audio but then now we also have all the the podcasts transcribed very blog fashion so if you would like to go recap the show or if you'd like to get getting snippets that you got out of it um, or anything like that or if you just blatantly would rather read than listen or watch that's there as well so be sure and check that out subscribe to the site subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the YouTube subscribe to all my shit damn it <laughs> um, but otherwise I just appreciate you being here. Um, nonetheless, now I do have some stuff in the, in the, in the comment section or the, uh, the description for you. So if you're just getting started, if you're not quite sure like where to go, what to do, you're like, uh, this is all overwhelming, go through my free course. It will simplify everything. It will make it super digestible, super simple, super palatable for you. Um, 
And it'll make you realize you don't have to be a crazy fitness psychopath to lose some weight and get to where you want to be. It's called the fat loss checklist. So, so there's a link down in the, in the description. Also, there's links to all my other socials. If, if I'm not in your newsfeed, cause we're, we're doing a lot with, with clips and shorter form content. Um, what else do I have down there? Um, if you haven't already joined my free Facebook community, you'll want to join that as well. It's called fat loss simplified because you need a hub. You need a place to go to where you can get loved on support and get around like-minded people because half of your problems will go away once you do that. And if you like this kind of deeper content, I put so much into that group. You'll want to join me there. Now, also, if you're, you stuck around this long and you're like, well, I think I need some more, maybe more one-on-one attention, more individualized help, a higher level of accountability. All the shit Sal said, I just don't even know where to get started with it. Well, the cool thing is because my podcast listeners have a special place in my heart, you can go apply for coaching at the link down below that you can quite literally get right onto my team's schedule to apply for coaching. That way we can see kind of what's going on with you, what your situation looks like, see if we're even the right fit on both sides. And then we could talk about potential options from there if you want. But the thing is that link will get you basically to the front of the line uh, when applying for coaching. And because you're coming from the podcast, if you get accepted into coaching, I'm giving you about $4,000 worth of extras totally for free just because you came from the podcast. So if you're sitting there, you're tired of like, like, like Sal said, is every time you do this and gain your weight back, try it on your own and fail, you're, you're making it harder to come back again. Like, like he said, we only have so many fails in our system, unfortunately. So if you're worried about that or you're tired of doing this on your own, definitely apply for coaching um, and let's get you on the other side of this. But that is it for today's episode. Stay tuned for the new, uh, we do episodes every week. So next, uh, next Monday, and Tuesday, we drop episodes. Otherwise, I love you. I will talk to you soon.